gonna let y'all know stop put some respect on my name you understand me when y'all saying my name put some respect on it what up what up what up guys it's your boy armani algeray checking in with the respect my mind podcast episode five hope everybody's having a good day out there um i'm feeling good ready to get this show on the road I know last episode I said I'll have a special guest for this one. A little bit of change of plans, but I do want to thank you guys for still tuning in, still rolling with me. I really appreciate it. But we still going to have a good show, man. Uh, Today I'm going to be discussing some more serious topics uh, on the Respect My Mind podcast show. Uh, Going to be giving my opinion on, one, the weed use in the NFL, I'm also going to be talking about Michael Vick and the petition against him being a Pro Bowl captain, uh, amongst other things. But before I get into those conversations, I have to speak on something that's been uh, it's been burning me since Sunday. So let's get into it. Let me put my GM hat on right now. Okay, let me put my GM hat on right now. NFL GM. If I'm in, if I'm rebuilding a team and have the two top picks in the upcoming NFL draft, and I know that I have to take a quarterback, these are some of the main things I'm looking for in my future quarterback. Number one, of course you look for the basics, right? Arm strength, mechanics, accuracy. That's just first and foremost. That's number one. Number two, a little bit more important. Number two, I'm looking for IQ, right? How intelligent are you? You know, can you read a defense? Can you be an extension of the coach? Can you make the right audibles, the right reads at the line? And when you come back, Can you explain in detail what made you check down? What made you audible? Number three, how mobile are you? When that pocket collapsed, how well do you do under pressure? Can you make something out of nothing to extend the play? Right? Number four. Now, all of that is on the field action. The first three main things is on the field. I'm going to go to a little bit off the field. Are you a film freak? Do you study the playbook? And also, uh, also, do you study against the defense you're up against, right? The different coverages. Uh, the, the, the linebacking positions, the defensive line uh, switches and, you know, the stunts. Can you read that? And number five, number five is, is really most important to me. Are you a leader? Can you make your team ride with you? Can you make your team fight for you? Go to war with you, eat with you. Are you a leader? In 2017, 2017, the St. Louis Rams, they traded up 
in the 2017 draft to get a quarterback. Uh, It was a position that they had to fill and they had to capitalize on very badly. This was the last, it was going to be, no, before that was the last season in St. Louis, they would then be moving to L.A. So uh, this was something they had to get right. They had a choice between two quarterbacks, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. Now, I watched both highlight tapes very closely. Um, I was looking as a fan, right? I was looking for which quarterback was going to show the five main attributes that I talked about, right? Just the five main things I was looking for in the quarterback. Now, Goff... Golf showed me that he has mechanics, he has arm, uh, he has good but not great accuracy. Cal had an above average season, but they weren't even contending for a Rose Bowl game. Now, if you don't make the playoffs, the Rose Bowl is the best bowl you can get into coming out the Pac-12. He's never contended for that bowl, right? On the other hand, you had Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was the quarterback out of North Dakota State. Uh, North Dakota State is a really, uh, really good school football team, football program. I'm sorry. North Dakota State is a really good football program. Uh, It's an FCS program. They won... At the time, that won like back-to-back FCF championships. Um, and I was watching the tape, and Carson Wentz showed me some things, right? He had good but not great arm strength. He had mechanics. He had the accuracy. Uh, but it was the other things that convinced me that he was deserving of that first pick. He showed me at heart. He showed me at leadership. He was mobile enough to come out the pocket. He could read a defense. And I just knew. I just knew Carson Wentz would be the first quarterback off the draft board. It wasn't a pretty pick choosing Carson Wentz. I mean, you got this FCS, not an FBS school uh, quarterback. You know, it's a lot of pressure. You got a whole franchise moving to Hollywood, moving to LA, you know, and here you got this kid named Goff, he's out of Cal, he's a California kid with big arm, blonde hair, he looks like he's from Malibu, right, so this pick, it had to stick, it had to stick, it was a lot of pressure for the GM Les need. it was a lot of pressure for the Rams at the time to get this right. I'm here to tell you guys that the Rams got it wrong. The Rams and GM Lesney got this one wrong. Jared Goff was not the answer then. And he's not the answer now. In moving forward. I have fought people. During that 2018 season, that run to the Super Bowl, I fought people. 
verbally, not physically, but verbally. I fought people uh, that whole year telling them, no, it's not, you know, it's it's Jared Goff. Jared Goff, he's talented. It's him. It's not Sean McVay's system. I was wrong. Right? The reason Jared Goff was successful last season was because he had a beefy, high-paid offensive line that gave him about two more seconds than he has this year. In the system that Sean McVay put in place, it allowed him to work kind of within the pocket. But he gave the ball to Todd Gurley more. So it really took pressure off of Jared Goff. But now that you take those carries away from Todd Gurley and you make Jared Goff throw more, it doesn't fit Goff. And I know the Rams had about seven different linemen rotations this season. Um, and you can make an argument for that, you know, for Jared Goff. But I look at a quarterback like Russell Wilson and the different line rotations that he had and the lack of elite receivers, uh, yet he's the top quarterback every year. If you're going to be a pocket passer and you have an above average line but some legit receivers, you have to you have to have some things about yourself that stand out. I look at quarterbacks like Tom Brady, and quarterbacks like Drew Brees, they watch the film, right? They understand the defenses. They make the proper checkdowns at the line. And it, and it makes their, you know, the line better. It makes their team, the line, get behind them, rally with them, and make them feel like we can do this shit. Speaking of Drew Brees, uh, I want to congratulate Drew Brees on passing Peyton Manning for the most career touchdown passes in NFL history uh, with 540. That's a lot of touchdowns. Uh, So congratulate. uh, Congratulations to Drew Brees. He's well deserving of that. But, uh, you know, I I watched Drew Brees pregame last night for the Monday Nighter against the Colts, you know, and he's done this more than just last, you know, more than just last night, but I watched him do the breakdown with the team, you know, heading on to the field, and uh, man, he had him fired up. Shit, he had me fired up, you know, but that's what I want in my quarterback. I watched Russell Wilson um, I, I, it was one week, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, they were playing a team. They had a mic'd up and, uh, you know, the first drive, I guess the offense, the defense gave up a touchdown and he was just rallying. He was, Hey, don't worry. We're going to get it back. Don't worry. You know, we got your back. You know, don't, don't trip, man. We're going to get this right here, man. We're going to finish. We're going, we're going, we're going to do what we have to do, man. Don't worry. Uh, offense got your back. Come on, line, let's do it right here. Let's do it right now. Sounding like a true leader. When I see Jared Goff come off the field, he goes straight to the bench. He doesn't say a word. He 
doesn't tap his offensive lineman on the on the shoulder pads and and say, "Don't worry about it, let's go." That's not the quarterback you want running your franchise. You need a leader. You need a leader. And golf is not it. He doesn't have it. He's limited. The game is changing. It's not changing in his favor. The Rams have given up all their first-round picks for the next five years. You just paid them? Sounds like trouble to me. We just got out of rebuilding. It makes no sense to sacrifice for this guy. Trade him. Immediately. Trade him. You know, I like the quarterbacks that's coming out of of the co- of college football ranks right now, man. I like that quarterback out of Oregon. I like the quarterback out of LSU. I like what I saw. They have the tangibles. I, I've I've gotten a chance to watch them play. I think they're a little bit more mobile. Their IQ is a little bit higher. And they have won enough games to tell me that they know how to win. That's who you want. That's what you want running your team. Whoever drafts those two quarterbacks will turn their franchise around. I guarantee you. All right, moving along to my next topic, most important topic that I really wanted to touch on. Um, This has been an issue with players and NFL for quite some time. Uh, The Wii use in the NFL right now. Players getting suspended for it. Uh, Getting suspended, you know, without pay. You know, missing games. And I've read stories, I watch videos, I watch documentaries, and and most players, they they they've had smoked weed before. They smoked weed before games, before practices, um, just to get their head right, also to help with injuries. You know, me myself, I've smoked before some practices. Um, and to be honest, I don't think it affects anything you're doing while you're on the field or in the middle of play. You know, I've heard players talk about, you know, them popping pills and them drinking alcohol before games. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that's that's not a part of the NFL rules. Right. Popping pills, drinking alcohol. You know, but coaches have even, you know, coaches have approved these things, you know, just to get their best guy out there on the field. You know, like I said, and this is dating back to the 70s. But like I said, I don't think that's a part of NFL rule. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident it's not. The marijuana industry is a billion-dollar industry, and it's coming at full force right now. Uh, states are legalizing it all across the country. 
And now pretty soon, it's going to be nothing that the NFL can do about it. You know, the NFL has Josh Gordon feeling like he has a mental health issue by just smoking weed. It's absurd. With all the CTE problems going around with the NFL players and the NFL needs to, you know, work harder. I think the NFL really do. They they really do need to work harder on figuring out a way to incorporate the CBD products into the Players Association because I believe it can help with the brain injuries and all the other injuries that comes with playing football. You know, and I'm sure these CBD products, these companies, the industry, it can also compensate players via endorsement deals and uh, just put a small stop to players actually holding out because of their contracts. You know, these owners, they always find a way not to play a, pay a player because they feel like, oh, he, you know, his time frame, he's, he's not going to be playing in the next four or five years. Why should I give him a long term contract? You know, so I feel like the NFL, they can turn this into a positive, right? You know, because players are going to be doing this regardless. I feel like players are going to be smoking smoking regardless. You know, it's it's a way to ease, ease the pain, man. You know, they go through a lot, you know, off the field, on the field, you know, having to carry this image, you know. So you, you're taking away, stripping away everything, and you just won't players to be athletes just be a player like no man they're human beings at the end of the day and I have not heard of one injury uh one brain injury that came back and it said oh it was because of weed coach I can't run this route because I'm high coach I couldn't I couldn't read the blitz coming because I was loaded. I couldn't make a tackle because I was high. I've never heard that before. So I really do not understand why weed in the NFL is a a huge issue. You know, and I welcome, I welcome anybody to actually have this discussion with me, have this debate with me. Um... You know, because it's it needs to be talked about. I believe the NBA pretty soon is also going to be, you know, coming to terms with this. Uh, the MLB just approved that they will not be drug testing for weed no more. So they already started moving forward with this idea. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see in the near future where this goes and where this is headed because I do not think players should be punished for smoking weed I really don't and I'm welcome to debate anybody about this issue Michael Vick is in the news again this time is not his fault, and I think that's what I'm, I'm I'm mad about. These people, the media, 
They still are trying to find ways to break this man down. Any chance they get. So the news came out that they started a petition for Michael Vick. He is he was one of the uh, uh, alumni captains for the upcoming Pro Bowl. You know, as if you're a captain, you get to actually choose who you want on the team. I think last year or two years ago, I think it was Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders. Um, and so this year, Michael Vick was going to be one of the captains. And news broke that, you know, there's a petition with a lot of a lot of names signed for this man not to become a captain of the Pro Bowl. If people are tripping about him being a captain on the NFL Pro Bowl, then what are you guys going to say when the Hall of Fame comes around? Because if you if you guys are trying to keep Michael Vick out of the Hall of Fame, you out your rabbit ass mind. I talked about Michael Vick on my previous uh, episode uh, as I, you know, was telling you guys about him, you know, being better than Lamar Jackson. And I really think Lamar Jackson still has a little ways to go to become becoming a better player than Michael Vick, even though he did Lamar Jackson just passed uh, Vick's record for the all time rushing yards in a season. And, um, but I still do think Lamar has a little bit of ways to go because Michael Vick did change the game. He changed NFL. What he did on that field can't be stripped away from him. I don't care how many dogs was killed. And I know that's a little harsh thing to say because I'm a dog lover myself. I love pit bulls. Um, I've had, I've owned pit bulls. You know what I mean? But... People make mistakes. People make mistakes every day. In those thousands of names that were signed for that petition, I'm pretty sure you guys have made mistakes yourself. Don't strip away this man's fun, you know, his life after football because of something that happened years ago. He's apologized for it. He served time for it. He was punished for this already. I really don't believe this should be haunting this man for the rest of his life. Right? We got to do better, man. We got to do better, man. It's it's those people have no right to judge this man, man. He's done what he's done. He's moved on, man. <clears throat> he's moved on, and I think all you guys need to move on. Let that man live. He's an NFL legend. He is a legend. I'll tell you one thing. When it when the time comes, I bet Ben Roethlisberger gonna be able to be a 
a Pro Bowl captain with no issues at all. This 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 is a crazy world we live in, man. It's a crazy world. That's crazy when I seen that and I heard the news. Like that's you just gonna stop this man money? You gonna stop his fun? Cause it's something that happened a decade ago. People are weird, man. People need help. People really do. They worry about the wrong things, man. They worry about the wrong things. Y'all should have put a petition together to get this president out of office quicker. How about that? Just something that really matters, man. That's all I have today on my podcast. Um, Thank you guys again for tuning in. And, and listening, like I said, I, I'm trying to get a, a special guest on my on my show as soon as possible. Uh, I want to thank you guys. You guys have been uh, great with all the feedback. Continue to give me some more feedback, man. Comment, hit me up. Make sure you subscribe. I'm on Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, so thank you. God bless. Have a good day.